Hello, and welcome back to We Were Wondering. I'm Fiona. And I'm Peyton. And today, we were wondering about birth order psychology. So basically, we looked into the idea behind the concept that the order in which we are born can impact our personality and who we grow up to be. So the the kind of modern theory of birth order psychology was developed by Alfred Adler in the 20th century. And he kind of placed emphasis on how social and community aspects may affect your psychology and development, which contrasted with what some other psychologists at the time, like Freud, who focused more on internal desires. He wanted to really look at how these kind of communal and social aspects could help kind of shape who you are. Yeah, and the way it's kind of broken down, because obviously not everyone has three children, um, is that there's the oldest child, which there is one, and then middle children, which is just however many are in the middle, then the youngest child, or only children. And he kind of looked at how those different categories might differ in um, how their personalities are shaped and whatnot, what traits they might have. Um, Obviously, there are a lot of things that go into who you become and shaping your personality. Uh, The dynamic of your family as a whole definitely impacts a person's upbringing and development and therefore their personality, which I think supports the idea of birth order psychology. But there are also a lot of things that can impact this beyond just the order in which you're born, such as gender, gender roles, uh, your class and financial situation, uh, age gaps between those children. Are the parents together? Uh, Are they divorced? Single parent? Um, Are there step parents involved? Step siblings, half siblings, number of children total, any children with disabilities or illnesses within a family, etc. All of those things greatly impact a family dynamic. So with that in mind, for a little information about Fiona and I, we have very similar family dynamics. Um, A lot of the things that I just mentioned were the same for the two of us. Uh, We're both the oldest sibling of two and we have younger brothers. So with that being said, our siblings are very different. (laughs) And yeah, (laughs) Fiona moved a lot. I didn't. There's a lot of things that were still different that shaped us into very different people, even though our family dynamic as a whole and birth order are the same. Um, So with that being said, let's get into some of the traits that are assigned to each birth order placement. Would you like to start first with the oldest? Yeah. So oldest children... As it comes in the title, you're not just the oldest, but you're the firstborn child. So for a period of time, you're your parents' only kid. You get all their attention. And because you're first, they tend to be harder on you and more kind of anxious in terms of their parenting style. They haven't done this before. They don't really know what they're doing necessarily. And they're probably more stressed that they might mess it up than they would be with children that follow. Um, And because of this, when other siblings are born, older siblings take on an almost second parent role in the way that they kind of help shape their younger siblings as well. They might help raise them, play with them, teach them. And this kind of reinforces ideas of leadership and responsibility within an older sibling. Um, Because of this, older siblings tend to possess strong leadership traits. They tend to be more responsible, but because of 
possibly stricter rules imposed on them, they also tend to be kind of rule followers and hard workers. They tend to be more cautious, but they can also tend to be a little more bossy than their younger siblings because they're used to kind of controlling people and kind of taking control of the family dynamic. They might have a feeling of superiority to other children in a young age and be very focused on being correct and pleasing others because that's kind of what they've been raised to do and their parents tend to have a lot of a lot more expectations for an older child than they may have on their younger siblings. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was interesting, another note, is that they can tend to be mature faster and more adult-like and I think that that, um, mm-hmm. you mentioned that they can be kind of kind of another parent role or like a teacher role for their younger siblings. Um, Even if it's not intentional, you, when you're very young in particular, learn through observation. And so younger siblings, obviously, Mm -hmm. subconsciously observe and mimic their older siblings. Whereas when you're the oldest sibling, you are only looking to adults and mimicking their behavior and Mm -hmm. learning from them. So you don't have as much of the like child observations especially in the early formative years when you're not in school and I think that that's an interesting thing to note too and with us both being older siblings um oldest siblings I I would say I yes am a lot of those things <laughs> yeah no I, I would agree with me too like I, I definitely feel like especially with me and my brother like we both of us pretty fit into some of the older younger mm-hmm. dynamics which is yeah not surprising yeah I'm definitely the the rule follower of the two of us, <laughs> at least my, my brother and I. Yeah, no, I'm, well, my, my brother's a rule follower too. Me and my brother are both rule followers. Yeah, there are, <laughs> but I'd say we're very similar and our siblings are not at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wonder why that is. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. Different episode, I guess. <laughs> Um, So then we've got the middle children. Um, So they obviously have an older sibling or sometimes multiple um, to look up to. And the parents have parented before. (laughs) So a little more experience there. Not that it's not that any parent goes into, you know, bringing a new child and is like, I've got this figured out. I don't think very many think that way but yeah um some traits of a middle child or children tend to be that they're more adaptable social maybe rebellious um one that i read said funny which i just think is rude (laughs) Um, competitive and they tend to be negotiators which i thought was interesting yes no i i was just gonna touch on um something with middle children a lot of people kind of toss around is this quote-unquote middle child syndrome which is a real thing and it's because when especially you know because if you're the first or if you're the second born child you might have kind of a period of time where there's not a child younger than you you feel like you're getting more attention when another child is born you become that middle child you may get frustrated or almost resentful with these significant changes that are happening and because you never really get the full attention from parents you have an older sibling that they're focusing on more younger sibling you may start to rebel or act out in order to get attention from your parents and the rest of your family i also thought it was interesting that they said middle children tend to be creative because you've had to combat boredom more than your siblings might have and that middle children of larger families often aren't as competitive as middle children from 
families of three oh. because middle children with you know if you have three siblings you've got the full like oldest middle younger but if you have a bunch of siblings your parents attention is much more divided and so there's not as much you don't feel as much like your parents are focusing on one kid which I thought that was an interesting point mm-hmm. because it said middle children tend to be competitive but if you have a bunch of middle children they might be slightly less competitive interesting the middle children I felt like was very broad in everything that I read because because in my yeah. head <laughs> I thought that it was going to be more like let's say hypothetically there's six children like oldest two middle mm-hmm. two youngest two is how in my head it would be split up but according to everything I read it's there's the oldest and the youngest and then four middle children and the difference between the oldest and youngest yeah. of those four middle children would obviously be drastically different they had different totally different experiences so I feel yeah. like the middle child is very broad and I think middle children uh listening will be like well that's always we're the ones left out <laughs> <laughs> I did in this kind of goes back to what you were saying before about how different family dynamics can also impact besides just birth order. When we're talking about kind of age differences between siblings, one thing I thought was interesting is that if you have a large age gap or a bunch of siblings that are vastly kind of vary in age, you might have almost subsets within the siblings where within, like if there's like three older siblings, then one kid who's significantly younger, you might have a middle oldest youngest And then like another youngest, just because of the way that the ages kind of group together. So in a large family, it might not necessarily be like four middle kids. Like maybe there's weird dynamics within that, that one of them is. Especially if there is like a major age gap, I feel like there can also, because sometimes there are siblings who have like 18 year age gaps where like somebody goes to college and then another child is born. Um, I think that's fairly common with like half siblings too. Um... Then Mm -hmm. in the same family, there can kind of be, let's say there's, you know, a couple siblings um, that are significantly older and then all of a sudden a new very young one comes. That younger child can almost have like an only child um, upbringing too, even Mm -hmm. though they have older siblings, they're not in the house with them growing up with them in the same way that um, kind of the examples we've used up until now have been. Um, so there's wiggle room in the categories, basically. (laughs) Um, so then we have the youngest siblings, the babies, if you will. Um, I, a couple traits that I wrote down is that they tend to be more outgoing than their older siblings. They're more risk takers, um, very persistent and dependent, spoiled and easygoing. And I thought having uh, some of those, they're interesting. I think that um, some of them seem like they could be like opposites in a way. Because when I think spoiled, mm-hmm. I think like bratty. But then spoiled and easygoing. I was like, hmm, interesting. But um, yeah, those are some traits that I wrote down. Yes. And what something else I thought was interesting was apparently according to Adler's like main birth order psychology kind of thoughts there are two main ways that a younger youngest children's personality can develop either a they have kind of a clear path to excess and they strive to excel but if they lack this kind of drive then they can be somewhat avoidant and dependent on the rest of their family so they were kind of he kind of emphasized the fact that a lot of times it's one of two extremes if they're someone who's naturally motivated they're going to be very successful but if they're not then 
they're kind of kind of fall back on their dependence that they've developed as a younger child. Maybe that's why our younger siblings are so different. Two different routes. <laughs> yeah. No, and then same thing, and this is kind of obvious, but because they're the youngest child, you know, their parents have had more parenting experience. They tend to be very more hands-off and lenient with you, which can kind of contribute to, like you said, the idea of them being very kind of easygoing and go with the flow because that's how they've been raised and that's what they're used to. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of this, they might be same thing, spoiled because they're used to kind of getting what they want and getting their own way compared to the older siblings had to deal with likely harsher rules from their parents. Yeah. I wonder the difference between like with our families and they're just being two kids and families that have many children. Um, I definitely noticed like differences, which like in a sense, you parent each child differently based on their needs. I know that. <laughs> But, Mm -hmm. um, like you said, rules tend to become more slack um, as as you go down the line. So I wonder how big of a difference there is in the younger siblings in, like, big families with many siblings versus ours. Um, Yeah. One example that I have from life is that my brother would be allowed to skip school. And I was not allowed to skip school. And he, like, there was one day... He walks in and I'm, I look at the time and I'm like, dude, it's, it's 1130. Like, what are you doing? And he's like, the, the dolphins are playing. Like, the, the, I, I got a football game to watch. And I'm like, you got, mom uh-huh. called you out of school so that you could watch a football game? And I was like, mom, why, why would you let yeah. him do this? She was like, I don't know. He wanted to watch the football game. He said he didn't have anything to do. And I was like, I wasn't allowed to skip. And she was like, you never you never asked and I was like well yeah because I assumed it was the rule like I just never questioned it I wasn't like asking to skip school because in my head I'm like no that's illegal (laughs) like we're not gonna pull Uh she's not gonna pull me out of school for something like that and then my brother being the um persistent risk taker (laughs) he is I don't know reading off my notes (laughs) he um he questions the rules and he's like, but I'd rather be at home watching football. And she's like, I mean, I guess. Um, and I never thought to ask. So well, it's, it's the same thing where I think some of, and this is difference is probably seen even more in siblings with larger age gaps because they're quite literally like growing up in a different time. Like I even think of me and my brother, some of the things that I was mad about my parents being more lenient about were like he got a phone younger than when I got a phone he was allowed to like use the internet unrestricted earlier than I was allowed to things like that which with that it's like yes that's parents becoming more lenient but that's also kind of as the times change certain things become more acceptable and I think that's like it would be interesting to see that in a family with a larger age gap because me and my brother are four years apart so that's not like it's a decent gap but we're not that far apart but even within like a small gap there's been a lot of changes in terms of like technology and social media when like I was not allowed to have Instagram until eighth grade and like I know my brother had it in like fifth sixth grade and I was like that's so like that's not fair why does why does he get to have it and my parents were like well everyone has it I'm like everyone had it when I got it too I had a a couple years where I had a track phone that was like I paid for the minutes for it myself and stuff like that and so then when my brother got a phone, he was a couple years younger than I was. And I was like, what? He's completely skipped the track phone stage of life 
because my mom yeah. also liked that I had a phone. Like, she liked that I could text her when I got somewhere or, like, she liked knowing mm-hmm. that um, she could reach me. And so I think she saw the value in my brother having it and didn't make him pay for it because mm-hmm. she also wanted him to have it. Whereas when I was younger, she just didn't really want me to have it. And so, yeah, not fair. <laughs> Listen, my brother should have had to wait until eighth grade to use social media, and I stand by that. Um, Another thing with those uh, bigger families, obviously there's a more time passes between the oldest and youngest. Um, So some of those things that we talked about at the very beginning about like other things that can impact the way people are brought up, those can change dramatically. I'm specifically thinking like a family's financial situation can significantly change between their oldest and youngest and that alters the way Mm -hmm. kids grow up too so yeah I also and not that I've seen it in a very extreme way but I did move a lot growing up and the house the houses that I've lived in have gotten bigger as I've moved and like I think about it and the I my brother was born in New York and we lived there for about four years, so we moved out of New York when he was about four. And, like, he doesn't remember living in New York at all, but I do. And, like, our house in New York was, like, we just, we lived in a much different area than we did when my brother remembers growing up, which I think is interesting because even though, like, he was alive, we were, like, we just have different perspectives and, like, different experiences. Like, there's a whole period, there's a whole place that he barely remembers that, like, I do and he was there, and I remember him being there, but yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, my brother and I only have a two-and-a-half-year age difference, and we only moved once, and I was five, and he was either two or three, depending on which half of the year it was. But I have very, very limited memories of living in Illinois. So I think, in that sense, we've had pretty much the same experience um, as far as being in one place. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Anyways, you know, you've heard some of our sibling stories out there, but to any only children, we haven't forgotten about you. We understand you don't have those sibling stories, and that can impact you as a person. Obviously, only children, since birth, they've been surrounded by adults. They don't have kind of the same like sibling dynamic, sibling relationship that other kids would have. Because of that, their parents might be overprotected overprotective of them and kind of have the same strictness that may have been imposed on oldest children. So only an oldest children can share a good amount of traits because because oldest children were also only children for a shorter period of time, but they they had the same like basic, you know, upbringing type thing. However, because they don't have that sibling dynamic, they're often not as competitive as older siblings may be, and because they aren't used to sharing things like clothes, toys, and attention with their parents, that might make them more creative and intelligent because they had to kind of play on their own, but it also might result in a sense of stubbornness and kind of an anger when they don't get what they want or get what they expect. Some key traits associated with only children are they tend to be loyal, sensitive, they tend to be leaders, and a des- they have a desire to be more like adults, tend to be confident, curious, cautious, but they also tend to be self-centered, and they have a tendency to feel unfairly treated when they're not getting their own way. And once again, this is probably because of that lack of sibling competition that other kids may have had. While neither of us are only children, I do know a few, <laughs> and I feel like in my observations... Yes. Um, 
I feel like an only child can, this is my observation, not Alfred Adler. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes they can either become, take on kind of the oldest sibling role or the youngest sibling role in how their parents, what their parents expect of them. Because I think that sometimes only children Mm -hmm. can be expected to mature very quickly and can take on kind of that more leadership, independent, adult, mature role. Or they're the baby and they're Mm -hmm. coddled and they're completely, like everything's taken care of for them. And that kind of goes into the, not that I think youngest siblings or only children actually have everything taken care of for them. But when it comes to just kind of that that spoiled trait that we talked about with the youngest siblings, I think that only children can sometimes fall into that too, Um, just in what I've observed. I also, I used to volunteer in a, like, toddler room for a few years, and you could kind of tell which ones had siblings and which ones didn't. And whenever one was an only child, even at the age of, like, three or four when I would be around them you could kind of see either they're a take charge independent kind of person or they're like kind of whiny and like the baby and obviously I'm talking about actual toddlers so it's okay that they're whiny (laughs) Um, (laughs) but I felt like it took form in like two different ways Uh uh-huh no I do agree I think they're kind of like they're definitely I'm not gonna lie there are some people who I find out they're an only child and I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And there are other people that take a complete, like my mom, for example, is an only child. And I feel like you would not expect her to be an only child, but I think that has something to do with her upbringing as a whole, because she had a very unconventional upbringing that led to her to develop the sense of independence that a lot of only children don't develop because they, they're the only child that their parents are paying attention to. And because of that, they're able to get a lot of attention and a lot of help and a lot of support that kids with siblings might have had mm. to compete over. My mom is also an only child and I think I think you you would expect her to be an only child, but I think she's definitely more the like mature take charge type of only child um mm-hmm. where you're like, yeah, it makes sense like she's um like I obviously didn't know my mom before she was a full adult. <laughs> but Um, from what I've been told, she was always very like mature beyond her years type thing. Um, and I think, yeah, it's kind of, it makes sense that she was surrounded by more adults and didn't have siblings. And, and whenever I say that to her, sometimes I'm like, yeah, Yeah. like you seem like an only child. She takes such offense to it. I'm like, no, I just mean like you seem like (laughs) self-sufficient and like independent. (laughs) Yeah. Well, because I do think, I think it is, like, only children and younger children get kind of the the rep of being, like, spoiled and kind of bratty. And so when people say, like, oh, you seem like a youngest child, you seem like an only child, like, it, the connotation there is, like, you seem kind of spoiled and self-centered, which is not necessarily the case and often is not the case. There are lots of other positive traits associated with being, like, an only child or a younger child. When I was younger, I used to always wish I had an older I sibling. Too. I I could have been a middle child in another life, <laughs> but that that was because I didn't yeah. want to be the oldest child. I I felt that way too. <laughs> um, 
But now I'm like, it's fine. I don't have anybody to compete with that's like, or live up to. Like, what if, what, we have somebody who we went to high school with. And I don't think she'll ever listen to this, but she's the youngest child. I, I think I know what the, where you're going. her older siblings got 36s on the ACT, and I just don't think I could handle that. Yeah, like, no, I know. That's, I'm like, I, I feel like at least now, if I do bad, I'm like, well, at least, like, this is all my parents mm-hmm. know, so they can't be that mad about it compared to, like, my brother, I noticed especially when we were younger, like I, I, we had, because I moved so much, we didn't have a lot of overlap in like teachers or anything, but the teacher that I had for fourth grade, my brother had for third grade and he got like different grades than me in that class. And my parents were like, I don't understand. Like the, I don't know what happened. Like why? Like we should have been meeting with a teacher, Mm -hmm. not in like a bad way, but they were just like, they were genuinely confused Mm -hmm. as to like why the teacher like viewed us mm-hmm. differently, you know? And for me, I've never had that kind yeah. of comparison made because I'm the oldest yeah. one. My brother and but... I never really had the same teachers and we were very different. Like everything, like I'm bad at the things he's good at and he's bad at the things I'm good at. Not even just like, I'm not as good. Like, no, I'm bad at them. Like, <laughs> we're just so different. But, like, I don't think anybody would, at least now, maybe when we were younger. But now, I don't think anybody would compare us just because we're such different people. Yeah. And I... Oh, my God. They're taking down the tree. Yeah. Well, no, they're not. They're just they're oh. just putting up a ladder. For, uh, would you like to, to tell the, the story? <laughs> sure sure we we can keep this in um basically you know we we had some 80 mile per hour winds the other day the other day being friday for context it's tuesday we have a giant tree in our backyard that fell onto our neighbors (laughs) oh my god it's wednesday yet see that's even worse it's been almost a week right we have this like giant tree that fell into our neighbor's house Mm -hmm. like fully like into it um and they have not moved it and they're climbing up on the roof now so hopefully they're getting it (laughs) um anyways no as i was saying me and my brother are very similar like in terms of school in terms of personality and i think because of that like i don't think we've had that many comparisons made between us but i think no we have had comparisons made between us but i think neither of us are super competitive with each other so any sort of comparison has never been an issue. And I think if people have made comparisons between us, they're usually like positive comparisons. Yeah. <laughs> like they're like, oh, you guys are both good students. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, I feel yeah. like it's like, you're just like your comparisons. sister. <laughs> I bet he loves that. <laughs> the, the comparisons <laughs> I found, if we were compared, they never really came from my parents, which is good. <laughs> um, so, I mean, we'd, yeah. we'd have comments every now and again short like my brother is very athletic my whole family not okay not my whole family a lot of my family athletes very sporty and I'm so not like I'm an extremely clumsy person and um from a young age I guess they did stop comparing us because they saw how trash I was at sports but there were comparisons made there by like other family members or other things about like the fact that we're so different. I don't know that it was necessarily like a judgmental comparison, more just like 
comments. So that's kind of some of the traits. I wrote down um, something I was wondering was outside of a family, um, can birth order impact like relationships? Like if I'm an oldest sibling, Mm -hmm. am I more likely to be friends with other oldest siblings or like are there things like that where they there's like a correlation um and the answers that i found basically said that it can go either way <laughs> um but i yeah the the common theme with like romantic relationships was like typically the worse combinations are the ones where they are the exact same because especially when it's like you have two competitive people or two very independent people or like things like that where which can work like mm-hmm. very well but um a lot of the answers were saying typically um two people from different places in birth order tend to be more um compatible than two that are the same interesting so either can work either opposites attract or shared experiences <laughs> no something i found interesting because i was i didn't necessarily look into relationships but i was kind of looking into like the legitimacy of it and how it impacts personality and something i found was interesting is an article i was reading said that there was a study of twenty thousand participants that didn't and it didn't find any correlation between birth order and the the big five personality mm-hmm. traits like the introversion extroversion whatnot so birth order might not be determined of your overall personality, but I think it more shapes how you interact with others and like how you move through the world. So obviously there are lots of other like personality factors. Like your birth order is not going to make you an introvert nor an extrovert, but it might change the way you learn how to socialize and you learn how to see yourself and see the world. All right. So now that we've kind of covered what birth order is and just some, some stuff about it, Um, I have a few fun facts that I wrote down. Um, Facts in air quotes, (laughs) because none of this is all that factual. (laughs) But um, Fiona doesn't know these, so I'm I'm (laughs) sharing them with with everyone, and then we'll discuss. (laughs) Yeah, like... (laughs) I, I when you say that I'm like as you be like, ninety nine percent of only children are murderers. Like <laughs> no, it's just the validity of them. The validity of birth order psychology in general is a question mark. The validity of these is uh-huh. like I got them from random websites. So let's just you know this is mm. just for fun. Um, typically, firstborn children have a slightly higher IQ. Interesting. Um, firstborns are less likely to smoke cigarettes. Guess that goes with the rule follower Hmm. thing, but interesting. Um, biology majors are more likely to be firstborn children. Um, interesting. Medical students tend to either be firstborns or only children. That makes, that kind of makes sense to me. Um, (laughs) men who are only children take more financial risks <laughs> that okay this is i mean no hate so if you're an only children male i just like i don't think i could ever date a i don't either child and there's probably going to be a man out there maybe that'll prove me wrong you're probably a great guy i just actually don't see no i disagree me. um sebastian stan is an only child <laughs> <laughs> but but uh-huh 
no, <laughs> we don't need to get into the <laughs> Sebastian Stan. Um, this is not a not just a Sebastian Stan fan podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I well, he's the exception. Besides that, yes, I agree. Um, uh-huh. Second born boys are more likely to go into criminal justice than other positions, like other birth positions. Interesting. Um, when I was reading that the first time, I thought it was saying second born boys are more likely to go into crime. That's not what it said. <laughs> uh, more U.S. presidents were second born than any other position. <laughs> Do you think they were like overcompensating from like they were like now you not have being the to pay attention child to now? <laughs> um, I, I didn't realize I wrote down multiple about men, but I guess this article had multiple about men. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> later born men. So just like not necessarily just youngest, but like younger in the family uh, dynamic. Um, are more likely to be attracted to men. <laughs> so I thought that was interesting <laughs> that there's a correlation there. Maybe not. Like I said, not that factual. Maybe maybe it's because maybe it's because the older children are like repressing it. You know, their parents were like stricter <laughs> on them. Fair. They're likely not as like like liberal and accepting um youngest are more creative i disagree (laughs) in the in the situation of my family (laughs) in in your personal personal family situation not true um middle children tend to move further away they're like peace out i'm out of here Hmm. yeah Yeah, that one makes sense younger siblings are more manipulative makes sense i feel like they they know how to work the system a little more, you know? Oh, well, I mean, I think it's like you said, where, like, you didn't right. even think to ask about skipping class when, you know, your younger sibling mm-hmm. did. He knew how to work the system. Yeah. Um, middle children make great partners. That was the whole fact. <laughs> Ouch. Anyways, first, this one, firstborns are more anxious. <laughs> True in my experience. Yeah. My brother's not a very anxious person. Yeah. No, and, and the same thing with my brother. I think that's one of our key differences is I'm very high strung and he's yeah. very chill. But I, I think that one has some truth to it. You know, your parents were stricter with you, higher expectations. That's going to make you more of an that's anxious true. person. Um, in, oh, this I kind of already talk, touched on. In relationships, generally, the worst combos are those in the same spot. Um, so I already said that one, kind of. But yeah, those are all for my, my fun facts that are not necessarily factual but yeah but but let yeah. us know if they apply to you because um do you have anything else no not really it's they're really i mean they are <laughs> chopping down this tree right now and i don't like i don't think these are professionals that are outside my house i've got a great view from my window it's like very it's very distracting um i wish i wish you could see it <laughs> visual podcast <laughs> yeah. don't don't worry I'll, I'll attach a video of them chopping down my tree but no overall i mean birth order psychology can definitely tell us something about kind of who you are who you'll be obviously not fully accurate it applies in some cases it doesn't apply in others there are lots of things that could impact it but i definitely think it's interesting to look at and kind of see how it applies to your own life yeah for sure 
Uh, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you again next Monday. Have a great day.